Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Iman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And uh, we had a bit of a bit of a busy weekend in, in terms of hockey news. Um, just a tad. Just, just a little bit. Uh, blues went out and, and made a big splash and uh, uh, signed Tori Krug uh, as a potential replacement for Alex Petrangelo. And then Alex Petrangelo is in, I guess, pretty serious negotiations with the Vegas Golden Knights and causing a bit of a bit of chaos and turmoil in the locker room over there. Uh, so we'll get into we'll get into both of those big hefty topics. Um, but before we do, Tommy, how was your weekend? Before we get into the the chaos of this episode, uh, it was it was all right. You know, uh, met mm-hmm. up with uh, some people uh, that I actually met during like quarantine online. Nice. Um, oh, we did like good. social distancing and went to Ted Drew. So that was pretty cool. Hashtag team elite. Love you guys. Um, but and then I got I came home to see my family, too, because it was like fall break for my school. So that was a lot of fun. But on the nice. way home, it was like a three hour drive. And on the way home was when they announced the Tory Krug signing. So mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. kind yeah. of right, so barreling just, down the highway. <laughs> let's just get let's just let's just jump into it. Um, it was Friday night, right? Day one of free agency or was it yes. day two? Uh, I think it was Saturday. Okay. Regardless, yeah, 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 it was, it was. Um, regardless, pretty early on in free agency, um, things are still looking a little questionable. We don't really know what's happening, and then all of a sudden, uh, the 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 biggest news of all news comes Elliot in. Elliot Friedman notification. Elliot Friedman. Uh, shades drops. of the shades of the Ryan O'Reilly to yep. STL. Yep. Same same thing. Hearing Tory Krug to STL. Heart drops. Um, what were your What were your initial thoughts in those in those five seconds after <laughs> you you read the tweet? Um, <laughs> what was running through that little noggin of yours? My little noggin. I'll tell you exactly what happened. I'm driving down the highway. It's it's pretty late at night, so it's like dark, right? I think mm-hmm. it was like seven or eight. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. pitch black. I'm like peering through my headlights. I got stigmatism. It's hard to see already. And then I like see the little light on my phone, and I glance over and see the notification from Elliot Friedman. And I literally <laughs> just looked at the at the road in front of me, gripped my steering wheel, and screamed at the top of my lungs for like a good ten seconds. <laughs> Just because I didn't know what else, I didn't know what else to do, and that's not to say Tory Krug's not a fantastic player because he is, and I think he's going to be a valuable asset to this team. But just the connotations that go along with that signing, and just knowing that it, it pretty much spelled the end for Petrangelo mm-hmm. for the Petrangelo era in St. Louis. Uh, that's I think that's what the emotion came from. Yeah, yeah, and. I mean, it's really difficult to know even where to start with something like this. But uh, I think, yeah, especially now. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when you said on your Twitter that Tory Krug has an uphill battle to win the fans over. And I think it's pretty unfortunate for him that he's signing under such context because I agree. This might be the biggest free agent signing the Blues have 
had in the past decade since Paul Stasny. Maybe mm-hmm. this is this is huge. This is splash. this is it's the number two. This is maybe the number two fish on the market after the number one fish being their own player. So all all context aside, this is an absolutely huge signing for the Blues. A really 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 good player to add and a perfect fit for what they needed. A good mix of grit and and throwing the body around as we all saw uh, for for seven straight games uh, a couple of years back um, but also uh, a great power play quarterback um, mm-hmm. which back, is, I mean, multiple time 50 really point defenseman quarterback mm-hmm. that's gonna be mm-hmm. really useful mm-hmm. um, and would would I think he he will complement Falk very nicely if that is the pairing that ends up playing together because um, like I know I know Pareko and Scandella had a lot of chemistry so if they stick together and then we see Krug and Falk I think that could potentially be a very deadly pairing if Falk <laughs> Uh, gets back to to his his full potential, full capability. Which honestly, mm-hmm. being being on a first pairing and in sort of he he because he did have to suffer from getting third pairing minutes and not really playing on the power play last year. Probably never right. really got up to. Full and he was speed, on the wrong so, side too, right? And he was on the wrong side. Um, so depending on how he fits in with Krug, I think it would be a great opportunity for both of them to flourish in this role. Um, I think it's a really, really good signing. And honestly, given this, given the 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 situation, I think it took a lot of balls from Doug Armstrong um, to go out there and make a play like this. But uh, I guess we, uh, I'll, I'll stop avoiding it. It seems like the Petrangelo negotiations are getting a little difficult and are getting a little, a little frustrating for the teams involved. As we've seen the reports out of Vegas, uh, that that players are very unhappy with with the with not knowing what who's going to get traded next in order to make the necessary cap space. And uh, I'm glad that's not what our locker room's looking right now. Um, I, obviously, I wish I wish we 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 could be moving everyone around to sign Petrangelo, but with the reports I'm seeing out of Vegas, the fact that players are are seemingly very upset with the mm-hmm. rapid shuffling of the locker room. Tory Krug and no locker room turmoil is is not the worst trade off for losing Petrangelo. I will that, also say I will also say right off the bat that when I when I saw Tory Krug was getting signed, the first thing that flashed through my mind was that hit he threw on Robert Thomas, and I was like, oh, of course, of course, of course, because he was like Robert Thomas was streaming, I think, a couple days ago, and someone just posted the link to the video, uh, like in his Twitch chat, and he banned him. So I don't know, like, but obviously like the tweet and stuff came out and he's like did we just become best friends and Krug was like yep so like that that kind of bodes well for that situation and makes me feel like he's like hey like it's a hockey game guys play hockey like right no hard feelings there he's part of the team now but still like you said like it is going to be an uphill battle because like kind of everyone I feel like everyone's kind of along the same lines especially when the when the signing happened that it was like uh, it's either Petrangelo or Krug, and Krug got mm-hmm. signed. So, like, this mm-hmm. is the writing on the wall. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I For me personally, I feel like there's going to be... <laughs> There's going to be at least one graphic on FSN or NBC or NHL Network that puts Krug and Petrangelo side by side because oh, of course they're going to be compared to each other all year. And yeah, that's not, and there's going to be not, that's fans. not fair to either of the players, right? And there's going to be fans that are going to have the pitchforks and torches out, and there's going to be fans that think he's amazing. Like, there's always just two sides of every argument. But I think I think all things considered, Krug's a fantastic player. Like I said, I think he fits our system really well. I think he, like you said, um, power play quarterback is something we've needed for a long time um so hopefully we see Falk get some time there as well as crew mm-hmm. um but yeah 61 games played last season nine goals 
40 assists. So obviously that's awesome. Distributing the puck. Yeah. He's a solid dude. And he's feisty. I think that was one of the yep. quotes that was used yep. to describe him. So um, that, that fits yep. right into the mold of players right. like the hybrid guys that play right. physicality, but also skill. 29 years old. So uh, still in the middle of his prime should have him in his prime for the first three or four years of this contract. And then the tail end could be a little questionable, but the, the term is, is a little, a little long, but the, the AAV six and a half mil is spectacular for a guy Especially like Especially for a guy like him. Yeah, um, exactly. And given this, given the scenario, given how the Petrangelo negotiations are playing out in Vegas, it, it seems to me um, that Doug Armstrong was given the choice of you can wait X amount of days and try to bargain with Petrangelo and, and, and see where things go and then end up with no one, or you can accept the fact that it might be a little bit too difficult of a negotiation and, and, and see if he circles back around, but, but not lose out on, on big free agents. Um, and, and I think it takes a lot of, like I said, a lot of balls to go out and sign Tory Krug when your entire fan base is screaming at you to sign Alex Petrangelo. Um, I'm but still screaming it, for that, by the way. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> and, and, and if you're not, if you've, if you've already moved on from Petrangelo, if you're one of those people on Twitter that it's calling him a baby or is calling his agent a, a scumbag or whatever. No, you're, 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 you're incorrect. Like Petrangelo, losing Petrangelo is an absolute loss for this offseason. Like no, no, no way around it. Um, but there certainly are some aspects I think need to be looked at outside of just the, the why didn't you sign him aspect. It does seem like his agent's kind of playing a little bit of hardball and it does seem like Petrangelo requested a no movement clause, even though that's adamantly been declined in the organization forever. Um, it, it does seem like there was some, there's some sort of outside factors beyond just the, the, the cap hit that, that are contributing there. And, and unfortunately that's hockey, that's business. Um, I don't think any, it's going to make anyone too happy, but the fact that we're coming out of this, maybe losing Petrangelo, but also gaining Tory Krug is far from the worst case scenario. Yeah. And I think, I think really the acquisition of Krug makes us a lot easier to handle. I think, mm-hmm. because if you, if you, like you said, like you don't move for Krug um, and you just kind of see like where the dice fall with Petrangelo and you end up losing him and essentially getting nothing in return. Like it looks a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. That's a bad look for the organization. That's a bad look for Doug Armstrong. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Covering his ass with this acquisition, but also at the same time, like closing a, a door on a guy that's given you 10, 15 years in the organization, a Stanley Cup captaincy, which we're going to have two two different captains in the last four years, which that is strange too. I don't yep. really, yep. that's wild. Yep. Um, but yeah. Dude. All right. We tell you what, we are heading towards the halfway point of today's episode. Obviously, we got so much more to talk about and we will get into that. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Bill Bar. You know them, you love them, we love them. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And the new and improved Bill Bar is even more delicious with 18 amazing classic flavors and including six brand new delicious ones caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia and lemon almond cheesecake as well as carrot cake and apple almond crisp so so many new flavors all delicious and every single bar is covered in 100 chocolate and they're all soft and easy to chew the best part is built bars are healthy they're great for the health conscious person you can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat built bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for someone on a diet 
for example, if you're looking at the cleverly named Cherry Barcia flavor, you got 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, and moving on. Now, Tommy, we know it's, it's never easy to talk about erectile dysfunction. It can be awkward or embarrassing. Usually, we can just brush it off, blame it on ourselves. But Roman is here to help you get the advice you want and the help you need with no shame. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most importantly, discreet. <laughs> The, the getting started is simple. Go, just go to getroman.com slash locked on and complete an online visit. Rectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to getroman.com slash locked on to get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash locked on for up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment. Getroman.com slash locked on. All right. Now, I got a there's question a couple. for you, Josh. You got a question for me? I have okay. a question for you. Okay. It might be the same question I was about to ask you. All right. So, I'm going to read some names off to you and I want Mm. you to tell me what these names have in common okay okay it was not the same question I was going to ask you (laughs) Justin Falk Braden Shen Troy Brower Vili Husso Nico Mikula Sammy Blay Marco Scandello Mackenzie McEckern and Jacob De La Rose nine names Besides the fact they play for the Blues. Those were all players given contract extensions before Alex Petrangelo? Yes, sir. Okay. All of them. Dating back to September 24th, 2019. So basically within the past year. Now, if you're the captain of a Stanley Cup winning team, who's given everything he's had to the organization, put it all out on the line, on the ice, for the boys, develop chemistry with the boys, and you're waiting on a contract extension. Does that sit well with you seeing all those guys get paid first? <laughs> okay. I, I, I understand what you're getting at, and obviously, no. Um, I don't think... <sighs> I, I don't personally think that that has big of a has big of a play in as as maybe the the rumors are are, are staying. I don't think that Petrangelo was butthurt that he didn't get an extension or anything like that. I think if there could have been an extension worked out at the, at the beginning of last year, there would have been. Um, definitely, as a fan, that's a little frustrating. I don't but, think all of the names like together bring as much of an impact. Well, I mean, all of them together bring an impact, but I think Justin Falk is the one that jumps out on the page. Obviously, sort of like. What actual fuck yeah that's the in this entire Alex Petrangelo (laughs) debacle I've tried to give Doug Armstrong the benefit of the doubt um and not necessarily place the blame on Petrangelo but 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 say Doug Armstrong tried the best he could and if he doesn't get Petrangelo he doesn't get Petrangelo the Justin Falk contract is the one sort of indefensible thing for me like the one thing where like okay but what if we didn't trade for Falk and extend Mm -hmm. him then where would we be right now that's also the thing too is like I feel like a lot of people in this scenario are talking about well it's a flat cap and Petrangelo is being too greedy or like COVID happened no one could have predicted this Doug Armstrong like it would it just blindsided them but when you look at nine guys that like 
are like were put on the books on the payroll for the Blues in that time. Like he had the time. If he would have prioritized Alex Petrangelo, we're not even into this position. You get what I'm saying? Like I, no, I, I, I definitely agree. That's um, where I'm just standing at from this point. So like when people say like COVID and flat cap and all of that stuff, like it really doesn't have an effect on me because like he, it's not like it just snuck up on him after the season was over. It was like, oh shit, I forgot we have to sign I, our captain all star Alex. Petrangelo. You know what I'm saying? I, like that should be the guy you prioritize. And then if someone else is a cap casualty, you're like, well, like at least we didn't lose Petrangelo. But then when you pri- like when you procrastinate him towards the end and have to make difficult decisions to where we are now, that's what kind of fucks me up. I think there's a little bit more behind the scenes that we're not exactly keen to, whether that be his agent playing hardball and just asking for way too much given the flat cap or Petrangelo not budging on the no movement clause, something that the St. Louis Blues have never and as of right now will never give out according to um, franchise policy, which is a bad business model. Right. We We don't have to get into that. We don't have to get into what whether or not we agree with that. But if the fact of the matter is if Alex Petrangelo went into this negotiation knowing that that wasn't a possibility and then still made it a, a necessity for a contract, then uh, I, as much as that sucks, I can understand why things are going the way they are. But again, and I will say, I, I want to to restate this if you're following the reports out of vegas and you believe the reports out of vegas that players are frustrated and annoyed and somewhat offended that everyone's getting traded to bring in alex petrangelo um i'm glad that 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 isn't what our locker room like looks like right now like yeah maybe if they hadn't uh, if they hadn't signed Falk or if they had taken care of the Petrangelo thing earlier, yeah, we they wouldn't have had to deal with it right now. But the fact of the matter is, if Vegas is signing Petrangelo, they're making a hell of a lot of sacrifices. And I can't confidently say that they will come out a net positive. And I can't confidently say the Blues would have come out of, would have come out of a net, as a net positive if they had to do the same things that Vegas is doing right now. The only problem with that rationale, in my opinion, well, it's not really like a problem, but like the hole in it, I guess, is that like I, I feel like if you're a guy on the St. Louis Blues, like. Mackenzie McEachern or like Troy Brower or like any of those guys that like we mentioned in that list and they sign Alex Petrangelo and they're like moving all these guys around to keep him like uh, can you be mad like he's he's kind of like the pillar of the organization he's the captain like I, I I don't see that being as big of a problem in terms of team chemistry for the Blues as it is for a Vegas team that's bringing in a guy that hasn't even played a game for them yet. And all of these guys have kind of put in the blood, sweat and tears, made it to the playoffs together, developed that bond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, but with Tarasenko going down and, and forward depth being sort of an issue last year. Um, okay. This is a hot take. Tory Krug might be a better fit for the blue system than Alex Petrangelo. Granted, don't take that as me saying Petrangelo is worse for the Blues than like Krug. based off of play style. Based off of pure play style, not based off of how good they are. If you say you have a defenseman who is small, gritty, throws his body around, but can also 
uh, quarterback the power play or you tell me you have a reliable um you know stay-at-home defenseman who's super reliable in his own zone not necessarily quite as much of a dynamic player on offense but can get it done regardless of ability you sit you take the first player for what the st louis blues need now that that could get me a lot of flack and and, and understandably I mean, so but i would probably tend to agree with that the problem yeah. is the established rapport that petrangelo has with the team and the resume that he's put together and the fact that I think a guy with a play style like his ages a lot better than a guy with a play style yeah, like Krebs. That's also a kind of balance that's a big one out there. So that's a big one right there is the play style issue. Um, no, I, I agree. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. There's to a say. lot of there's a lot of factors here. Is what we're right. trying to say. Right. We're trying I'm to trying to play. Come from I'm every angle. Play, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. trying to play devil's advocate and 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 talk about the positives of this. Obviously, every single second of every single day, I, I have to deal with the tough reminder of oh shit, Petrangelo's leaving, yeah. and and that sucks. But this team just won a Stanley Cup two years ago, losing their captain and then bringing in one of the biggest next free agents on the market like this is this is a this is a, a fortunate scenario to be in i mean look at the islanders a few years back they lost to bears and luckily kicked ass the next year but it's not like they had anyone to ease the pain having tory krug to ease the pain is helps a lot. It, it helps a lot and and is is i think reflects doug armstrong's ability as a gm and this franchise's ability to attract players which they were unable to do just a few years earlier when Tavares wouldn't even take a meeting here so but before we wrap this one up, because I'm sure we both have so much more to say and we also yeah. talk about it all week, we got to take one more short break and we will come right back with the end of today's episode. <laughs> all right, Tommy, I know we got a lot to talk about. I know we seemingly barely even covered it today, but we got about five or so more minutes. What? what where do you want to, how do you want to wrap this one up? I would just possible. like to say, if you follow me on Twitter... <laughs> I've been kind of up in arms about the whole situation. So I would just like to say that uh, Doug Armstrong in the past has a great track record in dealings and trades, but I don't know if he has the best track record at giving out contracts to his players, potentially. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that he keeps everything under lock and key and tries like Obviously, GMs across the league do that, but the fact that the Blues go above and beyond to do that, and combined with the fact he's like a stone-faced killer, combined with the fact that he's like a master negotiator, I think the disrespect thing that came out with the negotiations regarding Petrangelo is huge and kind of like opens your eyes to the idea that maybe Doug kind of fumbled the bag in this. And I, I think the, the agent is also to blame as well, but really like from what I understand, the first contract offered to Alex Petrangelo was 7 million for five years. And when you have a guy of that caliber, that's kind of a slap in the face, especially everything that he was asking. And then you bump it up to, I forget, it was like 7.7 and then refused to tell him the structure, which that's fucking wild. I don't think I've ever heard of that in the history of the sport is just be like, yeah, close your eyes, sign this paper and let's get it done. Like that just blows my mind. And then we're expected to believe that at eight by eight, after refusing to tell him the structure of the contract, he came up to terms with everything he was asking for, including a signing bonus and a no movement clause that Armstrong has never done in his history with the St. Louis Blues. I think that's a bold faced lie to the media to try and cover his ass. And that's all I have to say on that. 
Interesting. Wow. So all I'm saying is um, a Doug Armstrong is our GM through and through. I think it's fair to question his move sometimes, and especially when it involves Alex Petrangelo, because what kind of president do we set for the rest of the team? Like yeah. how like what else do you have to do to get a contract from this guy that's actually gonna pay you considerably for like the talent and everything you brought to the organization? I feel like that's what, what the guys in the locker room are thinking right now. Like yeah. they can move Alex Petrangelo and let him walk, like what the fuck am I? You know? Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And I know I've tried to spend this whole episode sort of looking at the glass half full approach, but ego definitely, definitely stuck out to me as something that controlled these negotiations a lot more than, than they should have. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that exists on both ends. Uh, like the whole article that came out where Doug Armstrong was talking about no movement clauses and basically saying how he didn't like them because it gave more power to the player than the owner. I thought that was a very ego fueled statement. Yeah, like if you're not going to trade Alex Petrangelo or move him in the expansion draft, like what is the point of even not giving him that? Right. Well, but I, I get that, and and I do understand like the the I guess the the historical significance of 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 giving Alex Petrangelo a no movement clause. Like obviously you're not going to move him, but I, I get the perspective of you. If you've never given out a no movement clause, you're not going to start now because it feels disrespectful right. towards, towards the owner. I, I understand that. And if the situation is Petrangelo slash Petrangelo's agent came in demanding a no movement clause, then I think this is, this is a completely different story. And, and it's, it's how, how frustrated are we that this decade old tradition lost us our, our best defenseman in franchise right. history. Because from what it what it sounded like too is like a lot of guys across the league were getting no movement clauses and signing bonuses. So I think I, I like think it depends like, on what he gets from Vegas. If we see I a too. I think and I hope his comments no clause from Vegas then Yeah. I think his comments will bring a lot of clarity, especially like if he says something about like, uh, I really liked what Vegas had to offer as like a system and everything, but the structure is really what stood out to me. I think that's a red flag to like Doug really fucked this up because I really don't think Petrangelo is just out here chasing the bag, trying to uproot his family, sell the house that he just bought. Like he was obviously planning on staying here. Um, and he's like a family guy that comes first. I think we noticed that with the articles and everything that came out. He didn't want to leave. He wasn't trying to chase the bag. Uh, I think the disrespect and a lot of things like the way negotiations just went is the reason that he kind of kind of sashayed away. So mm-hmm. it it seems like kind of a fifty fifty thing. Fifty percent Doug Armstrong being stubborn on the on the 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 clauses and all that, and fifty percent Alex Petrangelo being stubborn on the clauses and all that. And and it seems like they both kind of just butted heads and reached an impasse, and neither side wanted to compromise more than they already had and it is what it is and now we are here yeah unfortunately and unfortunately vegas sounds like they're kind of in shambles over there so Mm -hmm. i mean there's still potentially a chance that alex petrangelo could sign stay with the blues for less money and (laughs) like the that doug armstrong somehow works some kind of magic to like trade some guys and get under the cap but i think from from what i understand if alex petrangelo feels disrespected by the Justin Falk trade and I guarantee felt disrespected when they signed Tory Krug instead of continuing negotiations with him I would not be surprised to him to see him put the blues at the bottom of his list yeah 
I think there's I think there's one of two outcomes. Um, I think either Petrangelo signs a deal with Vegas and it's for an exorbitant amount of money and with every single clause known to man and we as Blues fans can kind of I say, I didn't think okay, it'd be that much money. I think it'd probably be like 8.25 would probably get it done if he got a fat signing bonus and a no movement clause. Right. But that, I think, I think it's either going to be some exorbitant contract, which we can, which we'll be able to understand why the Blues couldn't right. pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's going to be a completely reasonable contract with one little, one little tidbit in there. And it's going to say NMC and that's going to be it. And that's going to, that, that's going to sting. And I think that's, what's going to be the result. I think it's going to be a seven year deal for not too much more than the blues could have afforded with a full no movement clause. Yep. I really I think, think so that's too. what it's going to come down to. I do too. And, and that sucks. Because but, if the blues offer that, you know, he takes it a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. It sucks, but it's business and trying to be a glass half full guy. Like I said, blues heading into this next season with, with Tory Krug. Um, leading their defensive core is, is far from the worst thing in the world. I think the conversations were if Petrangelo leaves and are the Blues a contender anymore, uh, especially without Petrangelo. And I don't know if Tori Krug brings them back up to that contender status, but hell of a lot closer I think closer they're a playoff team. I don't them. know if they're a Stanley Cup contender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And last thing I think we should say, I just saw a, a tweet from the Ribs and the Ribs and BK show where where Doug uh, Armstrong basically said, we're in year two of a five to six year window and Tori Krug fit that perfectly. So... Five to six year window. He realizes that Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko are up in 2023, right? Don't worry about it. Five okay. To six year well, I'll take his word for it, but I don't believe that either. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, we could go on all day today, but unfortunately, <laughs> we got to we got to reel this one in. I'm sure we'll have plenty more to talk about the rest of this week. It's going to sound all the same. We're going to have. And we have to play. It's going to be great. We have to pay Bennington. We have to pay Pareko. Short so coming. So up. to pay. So have to pay Vince Dunn. Something's got to give. Yeah, still have to pay Vince Dunn like soon. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and he has um, the same he has the same representation as Petrangelo. So that's good. So I don't know where um, he got five to six years, but I guess that's it's gonna be a fun week. Yeah, everyone. it's gonna be a roller coaster. Here we go. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues to stay up to date with all of the happenings from this week. I'm sure there'll be plenty. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy on Twitter at T Welcher 15 to get our own individual reactions because we will be tweeting up a storm as we have been all week. Uh, but for now, thanks so much for listening listening enjoy the rest of your week try to stay calm through these frustrating negotiations we'll we'll get through it we'll come out on the other end as unscathed as possible but for now thanks so much for listening and as always let's go blues